Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is uh, podcast number 47, I believe. My name's Neil. I'm here with Brent. My name's Brent. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we're coming to you on a Sunday. Uh, first thing I needed to just to get right out of the way. Cool. In the last podcast, I mentioned that I forgot to upload the audio version of the previous podcast. Well, it kind of happened again, and I said it. I said it. I wouldn't let it happen, but it is actually not my fault. At least the first part of it. Okay. So last Sunday, I uploaded the previous audio, the audio from the previous podcast. You, two weeks ago, you forgot. Yeah, when I went to go upload last week's podcast on the just the audio version on the same day, so later on that night, mm-hmm. it wouldn't let me on Podbean. That we use Podbean to as our hosting for our podcast. It right. wouldn't let me. It said you have uploaded too many podcasts in this amount of time or whatever. So I was going to have to wait until Monday, and when by Monday I got home late, and then Tuesday I forgot about it, and it snowballed until Saturday, which so, was yesterday. So the initial reason is not your fault. The initial reason, but the entire But every day since then yeah, is, exactly, uh, is yeah. your fault. So, <laughs> um, but the good news is I uploaded last week's yesterday, so I can upload today's today. today if you think to <laughs> if, do it. If I remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, the good news is the visual version is still on YouTube, so. I don't know if that's or, good news or not. I, I mean, I, at least it's not late everywhere in general. Well, that's but. right, yeah. Some of our distribution networks are uh, yeah. are okay. <clears throat> so we filmed a couple of videos this week. Uh, most of those actually haven't been released yet. Uh, one of them was me getting a new hat, which we joked about in last week's podcast. Um, I may have released that already if I, I may uh, edit that and release it after we film this, before this comes out. But if I don't, um, spoiler alert, I have a new hat. It's Edmonton Oilers. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> um, but I got another new hat. And instead of making a video, a standalone video about that, I thought I'd just show you today, here, today, that, right now. That's great because uh, we we picked up the hat yesterday. We stopped at the uh, at Lids. At and, Lids, yeah. And you went and picked it up. And, and I thought that was going to be a reveal. So I was, I reminded you to not let me see it. Yeah. Kind of like don't let the... Groom see the bride's dress before the wedding. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, so I haven't seen it. Yeah, I have it here with me. It's right next to me. Uh, it is the exact same style as what I'm wearing right now. All right. It is the Winnipeg Jets. Wow, does it ever look a lot like the Edmonton Oilers? <laughs> it's the exact same. Except for the crest and Except obviously the, crest. the... Yeah, yeah. so I think this is like the seventh hat of this style I have now. So are they all going to be like that? Like the... Are they all like in a navy color? Uh, no, nope. regardless what the team color is. No, no. L.A. is L.A. is black. Minnesota is black. Okay. Uh, Detroit is red. Tampa Bay is more of a light bluer than this. I, I just noticed too. The underneath of the brim is a different color. Exactly. Yeah. This yeah. is a, more of a light blue, and this one is an orange. Yeah. Okay. See. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and I think the Minnesota one is green underneath. So makes sense. Uh, I have a Winnipeg hat now, which is awesome, but I still don't have a Winnipeg jersey, which is not awesome. No. And you'll notice that because if you look behind us, uh, you'll notice that there's jerseys hanging in the order of standings for the league, oh. except for Winnipeg. <laughs> so it starts with Nashville. Um, these ones on the side, just ignore those ones. So Nashville, Colorado, right. uh, Toronto, and then I think Winnipeg should be here. And then Anaheim, Chicago. Hold, hold on. Nashville, Colorado, Toronto, Winnipeg, Anaheim, Chicago. Montreal. Montreal. Who? Vancouver, Boston, Minnesota. Yeah. Montreal gets on our wall. Apparently. For now. This is the this is the world we live in. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I guess Anaheim is way higher than I thought they'd be. So that's my bad, my mistake. They did not have 
a slow start to the season mm-hmm. like they've had in the past five years. So good on them for breaking that trend and proving mm-hmm. me wrong. Um, Montreal should not be on this. <laughs> should not be behind us. This might be the only week where we have a Montreal jersey behind us. It might be. It might be. The entire season. But I hope so. it's not. Hope it's not. I, you know, I hope they're there for a while. The fact that Colorado is second in the league is amazing. Yeah, that's just Nashville's really no surprise. Toronto's no surprise. Chicago uh, being one, two, three, four, basically sixth is pretty great to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's a that's exactly the start they needed because these last two years have been tough for Chicago or a year and a half, I guess. Um, Vancouver off to another hot start. We talked about it last podcast. Uh, glad to see that jersey up there. Boston performing. Um, Probably about as mm-hmm. good as people would have hoped. Maybe a little below standards. I think would have expected them to be in the top four or five. Yeah. But, uh, and then Minnesota is quietly up there as well. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Montreal and Colorado have, or <laughs> Chicago rather, have more or less identical records. They're four, one, and two. Mm. Although uh, one of Montreal's wins was a shootout win, not a regulation or overtime win. So they're seeded one notch lower, but they both have ten points. Yeah, and it's tough to even talk about the standings right now because some teams have only played six games some Mm -hmm. teams have played nine games so and you're going to get that throughout the season so there's always going to be that variation of yeah uh, games played to points i was just looking at the eihl and i plan to raise it a little bit later but uh in the eihl there's one team that's played 14 games and a couple of teams have played only eight wow (laughs) that's quite a disparity that is quite of games played it's it's not quite so bad in the nhl and we see that in the the nhl because these teams take um, the mandatory five-day break or whatever Mm-hmm. Some teams do it in November. Some teams don't do it till March. Yeah. It, it depends on the team. So you could have a team that plays 10 games in the league and then goes on their five-day break for mm-hmm. basically a week and are four or five games behind other teams in their division. So yeah, it's intense. It and I'd, I'd like to go through the division, each division, division by division. Sure. The standings. So I have them all written down here. And, of course, what I'm reading is as of today, these will change Maybe by the time you listen to this, there's going to be games. There's three games on tonight. Three games, yeah, today. Tonight. I think tonight. Uh, Chicago plays Tampa, and Calgary plays the Rangers. And what's the other one? Uh, standby. Uh, almost Sabres there. play the Ducks. So I'm probably going to watch the Calgary Rangers game. I haven't gotten a chance to watch um, much of Calgary play this year, so mm-hmm. I really want to watch that full game. So that's probably the game that I'm going to be watching the most of. I'm not sure if you have any plans to watch any of those games. Uh, none of those jump out at me as a must-see. They all start basically at the same time, so yeah. it's hard to watch three games at once, Yeah, especially when one of them's not even on broadcasted to us, mm-hmm. the Buffalo-Anaheim one. We don't even get that. So. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo uh, had an interesting game uh, with... <laughs> there was lots of pushing and shoving in sports yesterday, mm-hmm. just generally. There was some in hockey. There was some in soccer. There was some in basketball. <laughs> it, it, yesterday was like a hockey game breaking out almost in every other sport. Mm. It was it was really good. <clears throat> Buffalo won 5-1, didn't they? They did. Yeah. And uh, Evander Kane uh, had a little tussle, uh, which was uh, kind of cool. But uh, yeah. What? Yeah, Evander Kane had a tussle with uh, a former Buffalo Sabre who's now playing for San Jose, right? Who'd he fight? Uh, he fought Anders Lee. It didn't last long. I thought you I thought we were talking about Buffalo. Well, we were, but, you know, when I think of Evander Kane, I think of <laughs> Buffalo, did, and then I... I didn't follow you in that transition. Well, I, why would you? Because my transitions <laughs> often make no sense at all. No, it wasn't bad. Yeah, but uh, Evander Kane and, and Anders Lee had a little, oh. little dust up. I'm subscribed to a channel on YouTube which uploads all the hockey fights. 
of every game. Mm-hmm. So and sometimes they're a little bit delayed. So right now I'm watching. Right, I, today I just watched three fights from, I think like three or four days ago. Okay. So I'm I'm a little behind in my fights. But oh, there's a there's a real good one. Mm-hmm. A cherry and Horvat last night. Oh, I did I did see that one. Yeah, that was great. That was really good. That was a great. It was fight. amazing to see Horvat stand up like that. It was great, and then he gets the game winning goal later. Yeah. So if he'd just had an assist, he would have already had that trick. Mm. But uh, yeah, he. He, he did well for himself, and I noticed, I don't know if you saw it to the very end of the fight, but when they finally went down, because Achari actually got body position on him mm-hmm. and, and got on top of him for the last takedown, but just as the refs were moving in to try to break things up, you could see Achari pat- patting Bor- you know, Horvat on the shoulder saying, yeah. okay, we're, yeah. we're done, buddy. And you see a lot of that. Yeah, and that was great. Did you see Jamie Benn fight earlier this week? No. I think he fought Miles Wood. No, I didn't. And, I mean, Jamie <clears throat> Benn is the ultimate captain. Yeah. He can fight, he can score, he can hit, he can pass, he can lead. He is the ultimate captain. Mm-hmm. I love Jamie Benn for that reason. He He's not afraid to fight anyone in the NHL. He's a big boy, too. So. Horvat did well. And they were he talking did. last night about him maybe another year or so being the captain. Yeah. Because he's got this leadership thing, both with the gloves off and with the gloves on. Exactly. Yeah. Exciting. Great. All right, so let's go through the divisions. We're going to start off with the Metro. And uh, in first place in the Metro is Carolina? Uh, excuse me. Um, okay. Uh, Car- I know we legalized a certain substance earlier this week, but I didn't know you were taking any. Uh, fun fact, though, they're on a three-game losing streak, and they're still in first place in the Metro. What? 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 What's that tell you about the rest of the Metro? Doesn't ever. So, Carolina, eight games played, nine points. New Jersey in second with six games played, eight points. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, six games played, eight points. Columbus, seven games played, eight points. Washington, seven games played, eight points. Philadelphia, eight games played, eight points. The Islanders, seven games played, six points. And the Rangers, seven games and five points. So there's like a one, two, three, four. There's a five-way tie with eight points. That's not uncommon. We're we're barely over five games in the season. There, yeah. There's going to be a lot of teams with the same amount of points. So, um, but still, that really shows you quite a bit about the Metro. Mm-hmm. Number one, Rangers are pretty much where we pegged them to be. Number two, Philadelphia has. I don't know. I'm sure if you've followed any Philadelphia scores, but. They, <laughs> They have won games that I did not expect them to win, and they have lost games that I've expected them to win. It's the typical Philadelphia Flyers yeah. from the past two years, or maybe three years. So it's a, I still can't get my brain wrapped around that team. I can't predict them. Well, it's kind of like the Montreal Canadiens, which I follow the most, as obviously you would know. But the only regulation loss they have this season is to L.A., yeah. who basically hasn't beaten anybody else. Yeah. And they're, they're terrible. They had a, a, a dressing room players-only meeting yesterday without the coach. Four game losing streak? at least, and they're just yeah. doing terribly. So when they go into Montreal, they beat Montreal three nothing. But uh, granted, that was at the beginning of the season when they yeah. weren't doing that bad. But still, but really, like, and when Montreal plays good teams, Pittsburgh twice, Toronto mm-hmm. beat them, St. Louis beat them, and then when they play a team they should beat, they don't win. Yeah, and quick, like Ottawa last quick night. Quick has already been injured this season. Yeah, but he's played three games. Have you seen his stats? No, in I three games. I'll, no. I'll talk about it later. Have them written down. All right. Um, so yeah, Metro's. Pretty crazy right now. Mm-hmm. In the Atlantic, Toronto is in first with uh, nine games played at 12 points. Montreal, seven games played at 10 points. Boston. So Mon- Montreal's only two points back and two games in hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Toronto's kind of like Carolina. They're on a losing streak. They two are, two yeah. games now. Two games, yeah. And, and they're panicking the streets. <clears throat> they lost a big game against St. Louis really uh, last night. That, they really did. That yeah. was a game that St. Louis really needed to win, and especially they, for Jake Allen. Yeah, and they got it. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was a, a very important win for St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston is in third. Uh, eight games played, 10 points. Tampa Bay is right behind them. S- only six games played with nine points. Yeah, there's a scary number. Yeah, definitely. 
uh, Ottawa, seven games played, nine points. What's going on in Ottawa? There's not there's not one guy who's standing out and winning these games. It's the entire team. It's the it's the entire team effort thing winning the games. It's like what they did in the playoffs two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's an entire team effort. Buffalo's next eight games played, eight points. Florida six games played, only five points. Detroit eight games played, four points. They got their first win last night. They did finally. Finally, and and it was a decisive win. Man. It wasn't a How, back like into just it. you can. That must take some pressure off your shoulders. Yeah, like but, but decisive in that you know they got it in overtime. Of course, they beat Florida, another bottom feeder. <laughs> I guess I'm just trying to look on the bright side. Yeah, <laughs> for poor Detroit. Um, They'll do better. Moving on to the Central, Nashville's in first, which is no surprise. Eight games played, 14 points. That's league leading. Colorado, eight games played, 12 points. That's second in the league. This division is... This whole division. Like, there are five five teams in this division are in double-digit yeah, points already. Yeah. And even the, the one of the... The bottom two, St. Louis and Dallas, yeah. are underperforming right now. They should be in double digits. And they will be. And they will be. Yeah. Yeah, soon. It's it's frightening. the The metropolitan division is so huge and so strong. And you mean and central? Yes. <laughs> you said metro. I know. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't even I can't even blame it on it being early. It's not early. It's not early. It's like later than usual. <laughs> um, Winnipeg eight games played, eleven points. Mm-hmm. Chicago seven games played, ten points. Having a great start to the season. Uh, Minnesota, eight games played, 10 points. Dallas, seven games played, six points. St. Louis, seven games played, six points. Um, yeah, if St. Louis didn't win that game last night, they would have as many points as Detroit, who has had an abysmal start to the season. To the, season. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Pacific Division is just as interesting. Anaheim, eight games played, 11 points. Vancouver, eight games played, 10 points. San Jose, eight games played, nine points. Okay, Montreal has more points than San Jose. What? And San Jose's played one more game. What? <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Calgary, seven games played, eight points. Vegas, eight games played, eight points. Edmonton, six games played, six points, even though Edmonton has only played six games. <clears throat> um, recently, they've looked really good. Yeah, uh, they have. They were on a bit of a streak there, and now they've lost this last game, but uh, they're way better off than they were last year. Yeah. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be fine. I think, th- I think they're going to do better than what I thought, actually, so... Yeah. Uh, uh, LA is, is next eight games played five points and Arizona's in uh, at the bottom seven games played four points mm-hmm. uh, pff, I can't I it's so frustrating like year after year the Arizona Coyotes are at the bottom like yeah. when when is the when are they actually going to start performing and I thought last year was going to be the year and at the last half of the season it was mm-hmm. why can't they just why couldn't they keep that trend going? Like, I don't yeah. understand. And it's too early to see a trend here, but they only have two regulation wins uh, so far. They're both on the road. Actually, one of them is a regulation win and one's a, a shootout win. They're uh, both on the road. Hmm. They have not won at home. Um, do you know who's on a winning streak right now? Uh, yes, I do. Because uh, Nash- you, you have it right in front of you? <laughs> I do, maybe. But I, I did already know about Nashville. Yeah, Nashville's they're, at five. They're crushing it right now. Five-game winning streak. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota's with a three-game winning streak. Ottawa is at three. And Vegas has bounced back from their poor start. They're on a three-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. A poor start sometimes gets a team to shake some of the bugs out. Anaheim's a perfect example. Yeah, That's and some things is. happen in the dressing room, and, and some agreements are made, and some winks are winked, and uh, <laughs> out they go. Some winks are winked. Yeah. 
Epic. Uh, losing streak, LA, four games. Carolina, three games. Dallas, three games. Toronto, two games. And New Jersey, two games. So it's it's interesting to see some the flop in just a week. I mean, it really is. And, and to watch the Toronto media, it's really funny. Up until these last two games, it was, oh, you know, let's hold out. We can sign Nylander whenever we want. We're doing fine without him. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, do what you have to do. Get him, get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I have some things written down here. It's actually, gonna, I want to read this as a quiz for you. Okay. So we're going to talk about goals for. Oh, man. So I have the top five teams, like most goals for. Mm-hmm. What, so what the teams who score the most goals, who do you? Can you name the top five teams? I'm thinking Toronto's still there. Toronto is there. I'll, I'll consider a success to be three out of five. Okay. Is Boston still there? No. Oh. Um, three more picks. <laughs> is Nashville there? No. You got to get these last two right. <laughs> is Chicago there? No. I'm done. <laughs> you are done. I'm done. Toronto with 34, Philadelphia mm. with 30. Colorado with 29, Washington with 29, and Ottawa with 28. Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa with 28. Wow. Now, obviously, these, it's like Tampa Bay's only played six games, right? Hmm. Toronto's played, what, nine? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if Tampa Bay played nine games, chances are they'd be in this list. Um, how about this? Most goals against. So the top five, which is really the bottom five, for most goals against. Three. Yeah. Uh, Toronto's got to be one of them. Toronto is one of them. Um, Florida? No. Oh, really? I thought with Luongo out, maybe they were a bit worse off. Um, I honestly don't know. You may as well just tell me. Detroit is first. Okay. Or 31st. Yeah. 36 goals against so far. Wow. Philadelphia, 33. Did you notice that Philadelphia was on that other list as mm-hmm. well? As well as Toronto? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Um, how about Washington with 28 goals against? Did you notice <laughs> that they were on the other list as well? I did not. Yeah. <laughs> And then the uh, LA Kings with 28. So Some of these teams, and uh, Toronto comes to mind, it looks like, uh, unless they pick things up in net and in defense, they're going to have to score five goals a game, mm-hmm. every game, in order to walk home with a win. A lot of these teams are terrible in the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. And just they're either in the other team's end or they're in their own end, and there's not a lot of shot down going on in the neutral zone. Yeah. The, the good news for Toronto is they're probably capable of scoring those five goals when yeah. they want to. Yeah, They've exactly. They've got enough talent to do it. <clears throat> But they're gonna have to do it all the time, all the time, every game. Yeah, and that's that's scary. If I was, if I'm a Leaf fan, I'm worried about that. It's exciting hockey, though. It's great. I love <laughs> run and gun. Yeah, uh, but in Toronto, it's not run and gun. It's it's run and gun and then get shot. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what Boston did in 2011. They like just a defensive powerhouse, and they shut down the teams. And it's what it's what New Jersey did in the 90s with the trap system. It's boring hockey. But it's, it's impressive in its own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, running gun is definitely the more exciting uh, way to watch hockey. So the top five in goals, we've got Matthew with 10, Pasternak with 8, McKinnon with 8, Kyle Palmieri with 7. I highly doubt Kyle Palmieri has ever been on a top five goals list in the NHL before, mm-hmm. but here he is. Uh, Landeskog with 7. Top five points, we've got Matthews with 16, Rantanen with 14, Riley with 14, McKinnon with 14, and Sebastian Ajo with 13. Top five save percentage. Now, if you go on NHL.com or some of these stat sites, you're going to see a goalie that's played only one game and have whatever. So I base this on any goalie that's played three or more games. All right. So Gibson is at a, a .949 save percentage. Varlamov, .948. UC Saros, 
0.945, Devin Dubnik playing like we know Devin Dubnik can, 0.944, and Yaroslav Halak is fifth at 0.933. You know, even though Boston lost, Halak was in that last night, Mm -hmm. and he played very well. That first goal maybe uh, snuck by him a little bit, and he might have been able to have that. He just didn't close the post, but I thought he was... Really he's, a good, yeah, he's he been played well. very well. Yeah. Yeah, and you called that. And I, when you said that in the video a couple of weeks ago, I kind of made a, yeah. a a weird face, and people noticed it. And uh, But you were right. Like, he's well, playing so really far. well. Yeah, I think it's early days yet <laughs> to turn me into a, an expert on Yarrow's Halak. Yeah. Um, how about the five worst goals against average so far? Mm. Now, I base this on two games. At, they had to play at least two games. Um, do you want to take a shot of... At some of these goalies, or well, f- Freddie. Uh, no, 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 Freddie. No, Freddie. Okay. No, Freddie. Um, there's some. Sh- there's honestly, there's some shockers in here. Hit me. Um, Bernier at uh, five point zero seven goals per game. Uh, Detroit's yeah. suffering. Yeah. Uh, Pickard seven point. Or sorry, not seven point. A four point seven three. So Philadelphia. That explains the mm-hmm. run and gun. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Quick is in third. Four point six six goals, uh, goals against per game. That that'll change. That's just a it will. That's just weird. James Reimer four point two seven goals against per game, and Tuka Rask is in fifth, four point zero eight goals against per game. Wow, it's, it's a good thing they had got Halak. Yeah, really is. <laughs> really, they did what I told them to do. Mm. Yeah. Now I just want to make a transition to some injuries because mm. there's been a stupid amount of injuries so far this first three weeks of the season. Since just since the last podcast, so seven days ago, here are the players that have officially been uh, put on IR: Getzlav, Jay Beagle, Justin Schultz, who was just recently put on long-term injury reserve, mm-hmm. uh, Carter Rowney, Brady Kachuk, uh, Joel Ekman, or, sorry, Joel uh, Erickson uh, Ek, JT Comfer, Elias Peterson, Matthew Benning, Thomas Blakanik, Pekka Rene, and Danny DeKaiser. That's a lot of names for seven days. Mm-hmm. Sure is. That's and those are there's some big names in there like Pekarene. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mika for rolling that air. Uh, nice, nice air roll Thank there, you. Neil. Appreciate That's great. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are some good news things about uh, injuries though. Uh, Nicholas Delorier was back last night. Remember, he was hurt in a fight that he shouldn't have been in in the preseason. Yeah, uh, he was back with a cage on last night, so he did play. He was all right. Uh, he didn't really make a big difference in the game, but nice to see him out there. And uh, Shea Weber is back on his feet, and he's out on the ice. Yeah, I think last weekend he was his first time skating, mm-hmm. and uh, he's coming along pretty good. They're looking at so, December. Yeah, looking at December, which is, um, I think, a little bit ahead of the original schedule mm-hmm. about a month or two ago. So yeah. uh, that's great news for Montreal and uh, Shea Weber. Mm-hmm. Players of the week. Okay. I want to start doing this every week. <laughs> I want to I give a shout-out to some, some players who have really stepped up their game recently, and the I can like I already went through the top five in points and stuff. Matthews, yeah, 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 yeah. But the players have had a really good week. Let's talk about that. So these are your players of the week. These are my players of the week. Not a, not some ding dong official person, <laughs> yeah. sporting news or something. And these are real ones. Yeah. So McKinnon had a really good week. Um, Ten points in five games. That's all right. Yeah, that's that's not bad. I'll take it. How about Rantanen? Ten points in five games. Wow. Yeah. Not surprised there. Um, McDavid nine points in four games. Malkin quietly putting up nine points in four games. Mm. Uh, Parise, nine points in six games. Uh, Alex Dabrinkit, seven points in four games. Uh, and my goalies for the week, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, three wins, 
0.972 save percentage, 0.67 goals against average in those three games. Uh, UC Saros, three three games, three wins, uh, 0.968 save percentage, 0.89 goals against average. Uh, Craig Anderson, three games played, three wins, 0.951 save percentage, 1.65 goals against average. And uh, Keith Kincaid also had a pretty good uh, start to the season, and it's some questions out there whether they actually need Corey Schneider and mm-hmm. whether or not he might get shipped yeah. off near the trade deadline. But, nice sound effect there. Uh, thank you. That's uh, that's for probably podcast number 58 <laughs> near the trade deadline. But Yeah, Staylock got the win last night for Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, in and, uh, overtime. Uh, that's what, I mean, if Dubnik is going to go through this struggle where he doesn't play that well, mm-hmm. so they need their backup when he comes in when Dubnik needs a rest or whatever. They need him to play well. I didn't look back to the official scoring, but I think Staylock also got the assist on the overtime goal. Because the, the play started with him. He was down in his own zone, and he passed really? it way up, and I think it went to one or two. I, he might have got the secondary assist. He didn't get the primary, but he might have got the secondary. I want to th- check. That would be so cool. I like Yeah, I like when goalies get assists. Yeah. So you, that thumping you're hearing in the background is us. Yeah, sorry. Uh, hitting our laptop. Uh, touchpads for the audio listeners <laughs> yeah um yeah you're right he did did he he great. did too yeah great that's that's awesome and it was a great play you know of course three on three there's a lot more chance for a goalie to be involved because the goalie's really your fourth guy right that's true yeah, yeah. Hmm. but uh yeah good for him um i got some rumors i want to talk about Ooh. now there's not much validity in these rumors um i did find them on multiple sites though all right. Um, so none of these are just on one site. There's lots of people in different locations talking about these. So not that they're true. Again, they're rumors. They might not be true, but Nashville is getting calls on Kyle Turris. Hmm. I think that works in their favor quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, because he's going to demand. His demand is, is going to be, his return is going to be pretty high. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> That might work pretty well for them. Mm-hmm. Vancouver in talks with multiple teams for a potential trade bigger than any Vancouver trade in the past couple of decades. What? Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. So no specific names. No names. No names. Just they're talking. They're just talking. Yep. Um, so did you hear that Nylander might consider heading to the KHL? I did hear that. That he's at least fielding some offers. Are going to try to work up some offers to increase his value. Yeah, because Toronto has until December 1st to sign him. Mm-hmm. If they don't sign him, then he can't play the rest of the season. So he could play somewhere else to basically recoup his his costs, his, make some money, basically. Cause he's he's got to live. He's got to live, yeah. He's so. got to put gas into that Volvo or whatever he's got. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, I can see Toronto potentially trading him before then mm-hmm. if things keep going well, not including the last few games. But they could trade him for a defenseman because Toronto needs a defenseman. So desperately, it'll be interesting to the Nylander watch over the next uh, forty-five days or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Panarin and Columbus, are um, sorry, Panarin, <laughs> Panarin from Columbus and also Bobrovsky from Columbus mm-hmm. are both UFAs after this. That's year. right. This is their last year if they're not resigned. And I think I don't think Panarin wants to stay in Columbus. It doesn't sound like it. That trade with Sod. Uh, or that Chicago-Columbus trade that we all scrutinized 
Chicago for making because they gave up Panarin for only, they only basically only got sawed back. Mm -hmm. It's looking like Chicago made the right choice there because they knew something. Columbus is losing Panarin for nothing potentially, yeah. so they might they might end up having to trade him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a good a team that might have interest is Boston and Panarin. So that scares me a little bit as a Canadians fan. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, Seattle news? Uh, not lately. They just made a pretty major announcement. Um, they their their NHL group mm -hmm. that they're calling themselves. Uh, they just announced a seventy million dollar training facility Ooh, for the team. I did not see that. This is this is actually huge news mm -hmm. because they already have the location picked out. It's going to be uh, by the Seattle Northgate Mall, which is also currently in construction. Um, but it's going to have three full sized arenas inside and offices for the, for the team. So like this is a this is a massive investment for So the this team. is the practice facility this it's going to have three yeah. surfaces? Yeah. Good grief. So this they're playing the long-term game here. Wow. So that's that's a really good sign for hockey in, in Seattle <laughs> that they're going to do this. So uh, good on them. Mm. The Seattle Times, the local newspaper there held a contest uh, tournament style where people voted for the potential names of the teams. Do you want to know what the two top team uh, team names were that yeah, made it. you'll be happy because one of them is probably cracking. No, it, it's oh, not. Thank goodness. It's not actually. Met Metropolitans? No, that didn't make it either. Totems. Totems? Seattle Totems. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> and uh, Sockeyes. No. Oh. I, don't, I know, I agree. I don't like Sockeyes either. You don't name your... Oh. If you don't know what a Sockeye is, it's a salmon, I think. It's a type of West Coast salmon. Yeah. Yeah, so. but really... I don't, I, I don't think the logo would be that great. And <laughs> big eyeball looking at you, <laughs> with a with a sock on it. <laughs> when I when I think of sock, I think of a sock. And you don't an think eyeball. of a fish. I definitely don't. No, no. Even though that's what it is. I, obviously, it's what it is. But uh, like, how how do you make a mean looking salmon right bursting out of the water? I guess I don't know. I mean, I just please is, don't, please is, don't. There is a team that called the sockeyes though. Oh, I'm sure. I want to show you the logo. All right. But really, I just, no, no. That, but that's just a, a newspaper doing a reader poll, so it doesn't really mean anything. No, maybe there's not. I can't. No, I can't find it. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Oh, steelhead. I'm thinking of steelheads. Duh. Well, that's much better. That's like a trout. Whatever. It's a trout, but it's <laughs> it's still a fish, but at least it has a, a better. It's, a, it's another stupid name. It sounds tougher, though. Yeah. Sounds tougher than a sock eye. <laughs> you know, sock me in the eye, man. Like, I can just see all the the, the memes and, and when there's a fight. Oh, Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em videos that he used to make. Rock'em Sock Eye. Rock'em Sock Eye. Yeah. yeah, oh, God. That would just be awful. Um, any other NHL news you want to talk about? Oh, I just want, I want to talk about some of the things that happened uh, uh, that I watched. I watched the Montreal-Ottawa game. Mm-hmm. Montreal got out to a 2 nothing lead Quick. very quickly. First uh, five minutes. Looked really, really good. And then I thought maybe they were going to take their foot off the gas. They continued to try <coughs> to play. They they gave up a, a shaky goal, made it 2-1. But then they came back and scored and made it 3-1. So I was feeling pretty good about the game. But uh, Ottawa, they played great. That Mark Stone is something else. Yeah. He is a stud. They're showing a lot of resiliency. Wow, he's he's amazing. And uh, that, that final goal. Did you see that weird scramble? Near the end? Well, I saw the whole game, so... Well, like, Carey Price did oh, yeah. this big cartwheel thing at the end, and then he <laughs> dove back into the crease, and... Yeah. That was a little weird. And, but one thing I, I forgot to do was turn it to the French channel and watch it en français. Ah. 
Gary Galley should never be allowed to cover an Ottawa game because he goes absolutely bananas. Oh, because he, he's a homer. Total homer. And they don't even try. They, they don't even... And someone tweeted this morning on one of the Montreal Canadiens Twitter feeds, when was the last time CBC or Rogers or anybody did a game where the color commentator or even the main commentator wasn't obviously biased against Montreal? It really has been decades, I think. Mm. Gary Galley's the worst. When, when there's a penalty called against Ottawa, he calls it a power play. Or, sorry, a, a penalty kill. When there's a penalty called against Montreal, he calls it a power play. Like he sees it from the Ottawa view of mm -hmm. things all the time and, and doesn't even try to filter himself. It's just, and when Ottawa tied it up and made it 3-3, I thought he was going to have to take a break. He was so excited. <laughs> it was just awful. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of a color guy. His, his last name's Johnson, and there's Chris Johnson, and there's another Johnson. There's Mike Johnson. Is it Mike? Probably Mike. I think it's Mike of. Johnson. He yeah. used to play for Montreal. He's, yeah. when he does the Montreal games, and he does them quite frequently, He's he's quite in favor of Montreal, so he does show. Good. Yeah, you you probably like him, but I I really like him in general. He's yeah. he's a smart guy. Like on the radio, they have uh, Dan Robertson does the color, yep. and then Sergio Momesso, who used to play for Montreal and a few other teams, uh, he's he's the the color guy. Mm -hmm. And but but it's the radio. It's the home team's radio station. I expect partisanship on every hockey team's home radio station. Mm -hmm. On TV though, when it's a national broadcast, at least try to make it even. There's not many Gary Galley fans out there, just in general. So. No, he's he's really awful. Yeah, he's really awful, and uh, I just I, I should have gone over to the French Channel and watched it there. They're far better announcers. They're more into the game. They're excited, and they see it obviously from the right side of the. Was was the Bob Cole doing the Toronto game? No, he did the Ottawa Montreal game. And here's a classy thing the Senators did during I think near late in the first period during the game, just during a stoppage of play, all the Senators. Well, at least that's the way it looked like on TV. All the senators skated out on the ice and looked up at the broadcast booth and raised their sticks, and they announced that this was Bob Cole's 50th year calling games, and the Montreal Canadiens were, were banging their sticks on the boards, and the fans were all into it, and Bob, I, he was moved by it. Uh, he Bob called a good game last night. I saw the picture of him kind of waving down to the crowd. Yeah, and that was during this little recognition. I don't think he knew it was coming. It was great. It was mm. really well done. Good, uh, for good for Ottawa for doing that. Mm. That was great. Uh, who's the other announcer that we have struggled with? Paul Romanek. We we very struggled badly with. Paul I haven't heard Romanek. him this year. I haven't either. It's been great, isn't it? <laughs> it has been great. <laughs> I wonder who's doing the games today on some of these channels. I don't know. I, I of course they're all probably being broadcast in the states. Lightning Blackhawks, Flames Rangers. So there's going to be a that's going to be a Sportsnet Ontario. Sabers and Ducks probably Genret for Buffalo. I don't know who'll be calling the game for Anaheim. But none of them are going to be on like NBC or NBC Sportsnet. They're too busy with NASCAR. You remember Glenn Healy when he used to do the color for games? Yeah. Terrible. And someone else I've, I've soured on now. That when we're talking about Hockey Night in Canada, so if you're uh, listening or watching this podcast from the U.S. or anywhere else outside of the Canadian TV market, it'll mean less to you. But uh, Kelly Rudy, who's on the you don't, second you, period intermission. You don't like him, eh? I don't. Like I, I used to. But I'm really starting to not like. I see. I don't mind Kelly Rudy. I, I like him. I, because for I don't a goalie <laughs> is one of six players on the team uh, at any one time. But whenever you ask Kelly Rudy his question, it's always about the goalie because he was a goalie, and thankfully he lost the Stanley Cup to my team in 1993. <laughs> so that's 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 great. But 
I, I just, I'm tired of hearing about goalies. I really am. Like, goalies are special. They're the anchor of the team and all that. We don't need one of the four panelists to only always talk about goalies. I just, I'm tired of it. I disagree. I like that aspect. You're wrong. I think we should have a, a person for every position out there. <laughs> and here's our left defense commentator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who, who, did they, who did CBC add this year? Uh, Chris Johnston. No, yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. Um, he is quite good. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan last year when he showed up, but I really like him. He does a lot of investigative kind of research yeah. stories, like specific stories, and he, he breaks some good news. He stuff. goes in depth. He's yeah. a bit like Scott Morrison. You know, yeah, he, he goes into the into the background of things. Uh, of course, they've also brought in Brian Berg. Yes, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Brian Berg, who's who's he's really something. Yeah, he rakes people all over the coals all the time. He's got no filter. He, he's, he's great. Yeah, he's he, he, yeah. He's a good transition piece from someone who's involved in the game in so many aspects in his career, yeah. uh, coming over with a lot of knowledge, a lot of inside knowledge, and uh, is not afraid to to get his whip out and, and to lay some lashings. Well, last night they asked him about a team that's having a, a funk like L.A.'s having yeah. and these player-only meetings and stuff like that. And he, he said, you know, it's difficult by times if you're in management to drive these meetings because you don't want to interfere with the coach. If you're the GM, you don't really want to go around the coach and start meeting with the players unless there's a really good reason to. Mm -hmm. But occasionally he would have to do that. And he talked about several years ago when he was still running the Canucks, like 10 years ago or whenever, um, that it wasn't going well. And he basically went into the dressing room late one season and said, uh, you guys, you know, this is the last game of the season. Uh, it hasn't gone well. You better say goodbye to each other for good right now because half of you won't be back next year. Oh, wow. <laughs> he just like laid it out. Well, it's like that time that Eugene Malmuth came down in the oh, Ottawa game was... and ripped Carlson. Yeah. And that was the end right there. That was the beginning of the end of, of Carlson in Ottawa. You can rip, but you do that behind a closed door. And you do it respectfully, too. Yeah. You don't just do it ad hoc next to the boards and an outdoor game and someone's got a microphone in your face and, and you do it to the whole world. Yeah. he's Ugh, Good grief. He's a, sp a special cat, isn't he? A real special <laughs> cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something else that happened in the hockey world just today, and uh, I don't know if you knew this, but... Uh, Hit me with it. Charles Wang, the owner of the Islanders for several years, who just recently sold his controlling interest in the team, died today. What? Yeah, he was only in his mid-70s. They didn't say the cause of death, but they said that uh, he was surrounded by family, so it was... So he must have been ill... He must have been ill or either a long-term or short-term illness, but he, he passed away today. It just bolt right out of the blue. Uh, he died. He owned the team um, almost exclusively from about 2002 till about 2014. And when hockey teams, there's never usually just one owner. They have partners. And, and he uh, sold his controlling interest to Ledecky, I think, in 2016 hmm. or 2014 or something. So I think he might even still have had a little piece of the team. <clears throat> but... Um, yeah, just boom, right out of That's the blue. That's crazy. I, I was shocked to see that. I had not heard he'd been ill, so maybe he has not been ill for a long time, but I don't know. Hmm. Now, the Islanders' next game is on Wednesday <coughs> against uh, Florida. Okay. So maybe I'll watch that game specifically for the intro to see if they do anything. Mm -hmm. It's a home game, is it? Uh, I'm not sh sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. NHL.com doesn't list it. Okay, let me, let me just check. I can tell you. Um. I'm sure that they'll do something regardless of where it is, maybe. It is a home game. So yeah. um, anyone who wants to see if they do anything, uh, mm. uh, a presentation or anything, uh, keep an eye on that game Wednesday. That would be a good game to watch. Because he, 
he almost single-handedly kept the team in Long Island. Like they were in trouble when, oh, he, yes. he, when he bought them. And he bought them for the express purpose of trying to keep professional hockey on Long Island. Yeah. And it, it hasn't been great as far as performance of the team goes, but he did what he'd set out to do and he kept the team in Long Island. And now with the new Barkley, uh, or sorry, uh, the... What? The Belmont. Down? Oh, the new arena coming. New yeah. arena. Uh, with that happening, like there are good things coming in the future. For oh, the, definitely. That team's not for going the anywhere. No, no, that's right. And they're, they're in a rebuild now. Of course, Tavares is gone. Halak's gone. And uh, that's becoming mm. more important than it was before. But um, they'll be fine. But yeah. p- thanks to him, I think he will be forever in the hearts of Islanders fans as someone who kept the team in, in the area. Yeah, so. I, I agree. <clears throat> um, what was I going to say? Oh, do you know who the best team in New York State is right now? The best team in New York State? The Utica Comets. No, I don't know. Buffalo. Really? When's the last time you said we got to say that Buffalo was the best team in, in New York? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Buffalo's ahead with the Rangers and good the for Islanders. Them. Yeah, good, good absolutely. Them. Heck yeah. I brought up the Utica Comets just for fun because actually they're in the AHL. Vancouver's farm team, I believe. They are in Vancouver's farm team. And they're playing the Montreal or the Laval Rocket uh, coming up, I think, in about two weeks. And the guy that I work with, who's, who's in the workplace where I am, his name is Corey, he uh, has a good buddy whose son is on the Comets. Oh, cool. And they're going up to Montreal to watch at least one game. Nice. And go out and have a little little fun. He's been up to a few other Utica games before mm-hmm. uh, against different teams, gone to Montreal or Toronto or wherever they had to go to watch these games. And one time, they were all out at a club one night and uh, partying with a young fella. And there was other hockey players there. And one of the other hockey players, an NHL player, uh, picked up everybody's tab, and oh, really? it was a really fun night for for Corey. Did he so. say who, which? He did. Will you tell me later? Maybe. <laughs> I, I I will tell you later if okay. I remember. What? Write I just actually down. forget. <laughs> Write it down so you don't forget. Yeah, but it, it's an interesting story. So he and so he's originally from Newfoundland, mm-hmm. and this buddy. Uh, if I looked at the guy's name, I'd probably recognize it, but I don't remember it offhand who plays for Utica. But uh, uh, he is from the. Uh, Port of Ass, Cornerbrook area, and I think this is where the young fellow must be from uh, as okay. well. So a whole bunch of guys all go. That's cool. To to Mon- they're all going to go to Montreal, and he asked me for recommendations on where to stay in hotels. I gave him a few, and he mm-hmm. en- ended up booking a spot, and he's happy with it. And, Good stuff. Uh, found he found it on his own, and uh, yeah, they're going to have a great time. So question for you. <clears throat> yeah. Do you are we going to see any games this year? Uh, yes, we are. When? Where? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, probably in Montreal, I would think. I yeah. Would hope. When do you want to go? Um, let's. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, You're working. So yeah, am I. Working. Darn. We'll find a way. I think usually. Uh, When's the next uh, holiday? Well, there's. Uh, Is it Remembrance Day? Yes, here in Canada we have Remembrance Day, which I think falls on a Sunday this year, and uh, I'm I'm involved in an event that goes right up till the Saturday. So. Uh. <clears throat> so you'll be unavailable. I'll be unavailable, and I don't really call that a hol- holiday anyway. Um, now, we traveled to Montreal in 2008 for a game mm-hmm. in late December, just before Christmas. And uh, near didn't get home. We've told that story before. We're not mm-hmm. going to go tell the whole story, but we almost didn't c- make it home for Christmas. Yeah. So I'm just going to quickly look at the weekend schedules here for <clears throat> Excuse me. a couple of... You all right today? What's going on? Well, I really want to gargle, but that probably wouldn't sound good. What's going on? I, I have a throg in my throat. A throg? Or a frog? <laughs> I have the throg next bridge, throg's neck bridge in my throat. 
Um, <coughs> oh yes, Montreal plays Vegas on November tenth. So oh, that's right. the that's that would have been a good weekend. Game. But, yeah. That would have been a great time to go. Uh, they play Boston on the twenty fourth of November, mm-hmm. and Tampa Bay on the third. In December, they play the Rangers on the first Saturday. Ottawa on the fifteenth. I'm not. I don't really have any interest in watching them play the Ottawa. Maybe you could take me up there for my birthday. For your birthday? Yeah. They do actually do play Ottawa on your birthday on that Tuesday. In Ottawa. No, in Montreal. In Montreal. Yeah. Heck. And they play San Jose on the Sunday. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, January, on Saturdays they play Nashville, Colorado, and Philadelphia. Be cool to see them play Nashville. That would be very cool. PK coming back to town. Mm. Did you see PK last night? No, I didn't. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he got a he got a star, and uh, he was, you know, usually when you're the visiting player, you don't appear on the ice when your name is called as a star. Yeah. Yeah, unless you're PK Subban. <laughs> They, they did like, you know, first star, second star. I don't know which one he got, but they called out his name and he ran out down the, down the, the He was the, like the half runway. undressed or something? No, he was fully dressed oh. and he ran out and, and hit the ice and skated all around with his arms up in the air and the fans <laughs> went nuts. Did they really? They went nuts. And he said that like, the reason I did it, he, he's so crazy. He, he's a riot. And I, so many people love him and I know why. I do too. And uh, he, he gave an interview afterwards. He said, well... I know there's lots of Montreal Canadiens fans, and I know there's lots of Nashville fans because I saw their jerseys in the stands. He said, so I just thought I'd go out and have a little fun. Because yeah, he played played Edmonton. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it was great, and uh, he played very well. Goal he scored. Hmm. He scored a shorthanded goal in the game last night. It's the first ever shorthanded goal he scored in the NHL. Really? Yeah. He scored almost 100 goals in his career so huh. far. No shorthanded goals until last night, and got one. That's surprising considering how. I mean, now I'm going to use a term that a lot of these analysts use, mobile defenseman, mm-hmm. uh, which is a term I don't like, but I'm going to use it. He is a very mobile defenseman. He's quick. Yeah. So. That that uh, game last night that Nashville won, it was their 13th straight win over Edmonton. Holy. 13 in a row, including the Connor McDavid era. This is now the ninth game they've played with Connor McDavid playing for Edmonton, and they're o- Edmonton is 0-8-1 against Nashville with, this Mc- has with McDavid. Sh- this has shades of Calgary and Anaheim. Exactly. Because up up until last year, I think it was like 24, 25 games that Calgary had not beaten Anaheim. I think it was specifically in Anaheim, but mm-hmm. still. That was like that was, that was a decade-plus yeah. stat. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Interesting. And the Vancouver-Boston game last night was great. I just thought I watched it uh, great. And, and uh, was, it, was there a fight in that game? Uh, there was. That's the one with the chariot oh, yeah, and Horvat. Oh, yeah. I remember something big happening in that yeah. game. And Horvat gets the overtime goal. Vancouver has now beaten Tampa, Florida, Pittsburgh, and Boston. Now, Florida, maybe you could say that's not a great achievement. But Tampa's, Tampa's a dangerous-looking team because they have so few games played and yeah. so many games in hand, and they're already still, like, near the top, right? Mm. Um, so they're they're a... The team in the East, I think, as that does be no surprise to anybody. But Vancouver's beaten all these teams uh, early in the season. Vancouver is the Ottawa of the West. Yeah. Both those teams are are just really. It's a full team effort on both sides. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it was it was good. Um, a cherry took exception to Horvat's hit on uh, on Nordstrom, and it was Nordstrom was kind of the puck was up in the air. And Nordstrom was looking up to try mm-hmm. to find it, maybe catch it with his glove. And he was his eye was totally off his surroundings, and and Horvat hit him. Hmm. Uh, it was 
Not a penalizing hit because the puck was there too. He did have the puck or was close enough to the puck to make it a legal hit. It was yeah. legal, but uh, it was a blindside type hit and uh, he wasn't hurt. But but uh, Achari saw that and said, uh, not going to have it. And he went over and and, uh, and Horvat just dropped the gloves right away and, and they started wailing. That bothers me that these fights still happen after big hits. Yeah. Like it just removes big hits from the game. Like yeah. there shouldn't have to be a big fight after a big hit. No, there shouldn't have to be. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct. But uh, Achari got the worst of it. He did, yeah. Yeah, because he... That was uh, a good fight. Looks like a visor cut. I think probably one of Horvat's first punches probably landed on the visor, which then cut his cheek, um, and the helmet came off. So Horvat, Horvat's helmet stayed on the whole time, and he was just feeding him. Did you see the fight in the uh, Calgary game yesterday? I, I think don't it was. think so. I think it was Furland and... Uh, maybe it wasn't Calgary, it was Carolina. And Did Carolina play Calgary? Oh, man, I don't even... No, sorry. It was, yeah, it was Carolina, Furland, and uh, I, I can't remember who. Basically, Furland hit someone along the boards, and um, a Colorado player came over to try and fight him. And he just, like, Furland just grabbed him and just destroyed him against the boards. Okay. It, 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 I can, don't remember who the Colorado player was, but he didn't even get a punch, and he just kind of like, fell down. So. You won't do that again. And then Furland scored was the only uh, goal for Colorado, so... In St. Louis's win over Toronto, do you know how many times St. Louis has beaten Toronto in a row now? Oh, I don't know. Five. Has it really Five been? Five wow. in a row against the Leafs for St. Louis. That's a bit strange. It is strange. Huh. And uh, this was Tyler Bozak's return to Toronto, right, since he went to the uh, Blues. And it was a, it was cute. His his wife and little son were in the crowd. Mm. Now the little guy's wearing a Blues uniform uh. instead of the Leafs uniform. and you know, cute little dude, eh? And mm. they, they had some nice moments up against the glass during the warm-up and all that. But interestingly, in a 4-1 win for St. Louis, Bo Horvat was a minus one in the game. You mean Bozak? Yeah, what did I say, Horvat? Yeah, Bo Horvat. <laughs> well, What's going on today? Well, I already had two coffee. Oh. That should be enough to keep me from doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but I keep doing it. That's all right. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but he was 10 for 17 in the face-off. Oh, so he did well in the face-offs, yeah. Um, just a few, uh, in the game, in the Vegas-Anaheim game, the game-winning goal was scored by Ryan Reeves. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's probably a first in his career, maybe. I think so. <laughs> I think the last one might have been an empty netter, but it was a 3-1. But Shaquille O'Neal was on the siren in Vegas, you know. To... Jeez, they would have had to bolt the thing down. Or... <laughs> he, he, was, he was wailing on it pretty good. <laughs> he's a big man. Have you seen him in interviews and stuff? Like, he's, he's funny. He's a oh, really yeah. funny man. Yeah, he really is. Um, yeah, so... I'm just looking through some of the other things I had written. Oh, the Winnipeg Jets game last night. Uh, they beat Arizona 5-3. They were wi wearing their new jersey, the Jets. Yeah, they've worn that on a previous game. Yeah, too. it looked all right. It looked way better with the uniform on the ice than it does just stand alone. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still not a fan because that first logo was the best thing ever. Or not first, but the one they, you know, the regular team logo. But, but it was okay. If they had that logo on that colored jersey, the lighter blue, I think it would look really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Philly wore their black jersey uh, yesterday. Yes, they've worn that a few times already, too. That's a really nice jersey. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, well, what else you got? Buff Buffalo beat the Kings 5-1. Yeah, 5-1. That's the first time Buffalo has beaten <laughs> L.A. since 2003. What? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. 2003. <laughs> so you know things are, you know the page is turning, right? When uh, Holy. Buffalo reverses 15 years. That's another Calgary-Anaheim I was in grade 11. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. How many years were you in grade 11? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just one. 
Um, as we're taping this, which is mid-afternoon on Sunday, there's already been an NFL game concluded because it was at Wembley Stadium in London. Oh, okay. The Tennessee Titans played the Los Angeles Raiders, and it was 20 to 13 for L.A. Mm -hmm. Tennessee gets a touchdown with like 30 seconds left to go. Now it's 2019. Tennessee decides to go for two points. Uh, they they fail the first. Oh at, no! They they fail on the first attempt. Like rather than just go for the point yeah. with a kick and tie it up and then go into overtime, they decide to go for two. Make it exciting. To make it exciting, I guess, for the fans around the road and all that. So it was a passing play. Why Tennessee's even passing with a two-yard yeah, attempt? That. You run that. You, you have some great big guy. Unless they're doing reverse psychology and thinking, well, no one's going to do a passing play in yeah. two yards. Well, it didn't work. <laughs> Not surprisingly. <laughs> and here's, here's the worst of it. They had two cracks at it oh. because there was a flag in the oh, first play. Oh, no. So they started off like the two-yard line or whatever. So now there's a, a flag against the defense, against L.A. So now it's half the distance to the goal line. So now it's on the one-yard line, oh, no. and they pass again and fail. That's, so the game's over, 2019. See you later. What was, the, what was the attendance like in that game? I didn't see the numbers, but it looked massive. Yeah. Like right to the top of the third or fourth deck all the way around the stadium, there were lots of bodies. Perfect. That's awesome. That's really good. And these fans know their stuff over there. They knew. Like the, the fans that were fans of, of uh, L.A. were making a lot of noise during Tennessee's yeah. count to, to the snap. And that's something that... Well, we have lots of fans from over there big into NHL hockey, and mm -hmm. they, they, they know their stuff, mm -hmm. too. So they, they take sports pretty seriously over there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they had the biggest sport in the world over there in soccer or football. Yeah. Like, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and uh, it, it was quite an atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, and it started at like 10.30 the hour time this morning or something, which is 9.30 Eastern or whatever it was. It was Who won cool. the uh, baseball game last night? The Los Angeles Dodgers. Heck yeah, they did. Did they really? Yeah, they beat That's the Milwaukee good. Brewers five to one. Oh yes. Milwaukee got the first run. It was, and they were in Milwaukee. You know what? Milwaukee's got a great stadium. They do. What a beautiful stadium! Mm. It reminds me a bit of Houston. Yeah, it's really nice. Half indoors, half outdoors kind of thing. Mm. It's it's all indoors, but it has that window kind of thing mm -hmm. going on at the background. And uh, yeah, it's five one. So now we have Red Sox versus Dodgers. Red Sox and Dodgers. Classic. A classic, classic. matchup. I think it starts on Tuesday. Uh, in Boston. I'm pumped. Tuesday, Wednesday, and then there's a break, and then they, the uh, Major League Baseball goes two, three, and two for mm. best of seven. So two games in Boston, three in, L in L.A., and then back to Boston. Yeah, you're a Dodgers fan. I so. am. I, I, I wanted to watch the game last night, but I get sidetracked and forgot about it. And, mm -hmm. um, sweet. Speaking of L.A., the Los Angeles Lakers played their first home game in the young NBA season last night, and LeBron James. Yeah. W it was his debut. Uh, and L.A. actually lost, but there was a fight that broke out in the basketball game. <laughs> I need to see this. Yeah, you need to look it up. It was more of a pushing-shoving thing. I don't think there was lots of uh, knuckles being chucked, but it was it was pretty tense there. LeBron actually was a bit of a peacemaker. Oh. He grabbed one of the other players and just kind of pulled him away. And, of course, if LeBron grabs you, you're going where, guess, where he yeah. wants you to go. Who you're, are they playing? They're playing Houston. Oh. Yeah. So. Uh, Rockets. Yeah. Anyway, it was... Uh, they lost like 115 to 103 or something like that. But mm. uh, yeah, LeBron was, you know, it kind of spoiled his home opener because he was, uh, he was uh, hoping to probably do well. Mm. Another fight broke out in a soccer game yesterday. <laughs> and this was my team, Manchester United. You, you saw me when I was sitting there watching earlier. Yeah. They were playing in Chelsea 
at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea got out to a one nothing yeah, lead. Yeah, first. I saw that. Manchester tied it, and then went ahead two one. Mm-hmm. They added six extra minutes on at the end of the game. Wow. In the sixth of those six minutes, like it's 95 minutes and 40 seconds of play, mm-hmm. Chelsea scored a damn goal. Wow. They went off the post and ping-ponged around and then finally get in the net. And uh, Jose Marino, who's the manager of Manchester, he used to be the manager of Chelsea and, oh. and managed them to three championships in mm-hmm. the past. So he really had a personal reason to want to do well. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there and he told the media and everything ahead of time. If we score a goal, I'm not going to be celebrating. I'm not going to jump around. I'm just going to sit in my seat because they have these nice fancy automobile type seats where they sit. So he was sitting in the seat and Manchester scored too, ultimately. He just sat there and, you know, didn't let on. There was, he was obviously happy Mm -hmm. and some of the other guys were jumping around, but he was just playing it cool because he didn't want to rub people's faces in it. He's a controversial guy because he often will get things, uh, a little mixed up with people. And, uh, What's going on? My phone's ringing. Yeah, this is a podcast. I know it's a podcast. So I'm going to ignore this. Who's calling? Um, well, just uh, my buddy. Oh. Yeah, I'll get back to him. Anyway, <laughs> dang. Um, so, uh, anyway, Chelsea scored that. And so some, like, third-rate coaching guy over in the Chelsea side. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's got a name. I have to look it up here. It's uh, Marco Iano. <clears throat> he's like the the third assistant coach of socks and water bottles or something, right? <laughs> he goes right in front of Marino and kind of does a dance, right? Like, really? Yeah, kind of gives it to him. And Marino saw that, and he launched out of that seat, <gasps> and he went right at him. And it took a whole bunch of security guys in the tunnel area to stop him because he was going to have the other guy for lunch. Were there any bombs thrown? Uh, nothing. No bombs got thrown, but oh. bombs would have got thrown. Anyway, it settled down at the end. The, the Chelsea manager agreed that their team was in the <laughs> wrong on that. And uh, the guy eventually apologized. Marino wow. calmed down afterwards in the interviews and everything was all right. But uh, that just about turned into a hockey game there, too. That's so. intense. It was very intense. It was huh. pretty cool. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, EIHL stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, EIHL. Uh, I just thought I'd, I'd take a look because in the EIHL, uh, we often talk about it. I'm wearing a clan hat, although it's Brayhead and not Glasgow. And I'm Looks wearing sweater. a clan sweater, oh, too. Look at but, you. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm clanned up. Yeah. But uh, I've been watching the standings a little bit and some of the game results, and uh, it's it's interesting to watch. I just wish we had a chance to see the games themselves. Who's uh, who's leading? Uh, right now, uh, at the league, the the British. I have to look it up and, and get them all on my on my screen. Yeah, I'm curious to see what teams are on yeah. top and what teams are on the bottom. I will have that for you very shortly. Um, Do you have anything else other than the EIHL? Uh, no other hockey. No. Uh, yeah, the EIHL, I'm just going to... There's actually four league games happening today and a Challenge Cup game happening today, which is interesting. They play these <coughs> league games for regular season standings, mm-hmm. and then they also have this thing called a Challenge Cup. And I, we, I had some confusion about all of that last year, and I still <laughs> wonder why, why they do these things, but they do... Some games in the past have counted for both. This will count as a league game and a Challenge Cup game. Mm-hmm. But for the Challenge Cup, they break the league up into three different divisions, and the top two teams in each division end up playing off against each other. And the the one who wins that round robin or comes out of that wins the Challenge mm-hmm. Cup. But the league championship happens more like we used to have here, where the top eight teams in the league, one versus eight, two versus seven, and mm-hmm. so on. But they only play two games against each other in the first round, and then 
two games against each other in the second round and so on. Right. And they have like a tournament weekend where they decide everything. Whereas in the NHL, once the playoffs start, it's two months. Oh, yes. Two months before you uh, finish it. Here it's done pretty quickly. So they play a home game and an away game against their opponent. And whoever has the most aggregate score, add, add the scores of both games up. Yeah. And then you've uh, got your winner. Hmm. Now, of course, if, if that add-up becomes the same, then if, it, if they do it like they do in soccer, and I think they do, the team that scores the most away goals wins. Ah. So you get more credit for scoring a goal on the road. That's, than inter- that's an interesting method, yeah. yeah. So right now the Fife Flyers are leading the league with 17 points and 10 Ooh. games played. They're playing very, very well. And I think there's actually just been a result there because they were playing the Cardiff Devils. And uh, let's see if Cardiff... Who are in third. Yeah, Cardiff actually won the game today. Cardiff is third. They won that game against Fife. Um, when I wrote this down, the games hadn't started, but now oh, okay. I think they're over. Um, yeah, so the Fife Flyers are on top. Belfast Giants are second. Cardiff Devils are third, only one point back. And so are the Nottingham Panthers. So there's... Uh, Fife with 17 points, and then a three-way tie for yeah, second with 16 tight. points. Very tight. Then you've got the Coventry Blaze, Glasgow Clan, Manchester Storm, Guilford Flames, Sheffield Steelers, Dundee Stars, and the Lightning from Milton Keynes. Well, I have some wardrobe items from them. Mm. They're, uh, they're in last place with uh, six uh, points. Now, some of these teams have played now nine games, but as of we started the broadcast here, they'd only played eight, and and some of the other teams are like 14 for the, in case of Nottingham. Oh, wow. That's really something. And uh, in the Challenge Cup game today, it's the Belfast, or sorry, Milton Keynes Lightning playing the Coventry Blaze. And uh, last year, the Challenge Cup was won by the Belfast Giants. The league championship was won by the Cardiff Devils. So they can both claim uh, championships in a way. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So I'm going to pay a little more attention to the EIHL. I know we have some listeners and viewers over mm. there. And I want them to know that uh, we care. Yeah. I, I really am interested in, in how it goes. A lot of Canadians are playing over there. People That's that, true. that we would have uh, seen probably or, or that live nearby here. So it's a, it's a good place to play hockey. And now. we just saw this past draft, the first British-born mm-hmm. uh, player. Yeah. So I can't remember who drafted him. I can't. I forget. So long ago, so many names. Uh, yeah, but cool. Yeah. Very cool. Do uh, you have anything else? I think I'm good. I uh, just need to touch on a few things before we wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing is a future podcast idea that I'd like to do, and I haven't talked to you about this yet, but it's something that I'd like to make uh, hopefully a regular thing in our podcast because we're going to really try and put some effort uh, to making this podcast better, and that's um, one of the additions I'd like to do. Let me know your thoughts. Are video questions. So a viewer out there records themselves asking a question like they literally film themselves with their phone or whatever asking a question and we play the video on the podcast and we answer the question i like it you okay with that i'm very okay so with if that. you guys are interested in that we'll start that uh this week and you can uh, email me that video of yourself at post to post show at gmail.com it's listed down below in the description if you need it um make sure that you are there's no like noise in the background or anything like that. It's not a TV going on or a radio. Uh, try and film in landscape orientation and not portrait. And um, yeah, f- try and make it um, NHL related, like this current season. So what do you guys think about 
Jonathan Quick's injury? How how do you think it'll affect the team? Like just something like that, or who's your favorite player on Carolina and why? Uh, just you know, relevant questions to the current NHL season. So that's don't ask us what our favorite dog is or something like that. Again, it has to be hockey related. It has to be about this current NHL season. And yeah, yeah, that's so that's one thing I'd like to do. And the other thing I'd like to do is start to pick comments out on YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. So if someone leaves a really, a really uh, good, thorough comment or a really smart comment about a play or something that we've discussed and they leave their opinion and they do it respectfully and uh, they do it constructively and it's what they say is true and, you know, a really good hockey comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to start reading some of those out. That's great. And involve some of the viewers. And the other thing I'd like to talk about is Discord. Now, we've already filmed a video asking for your guys' feedback. That has not released yet. Um, So there's going to be some changes on the channel a little tiny bit. You'll see what I'm talking about in that video. But uh, at the end of that video, we talk about our Discord. Now, for those of you who aren't aware, Discord is just like a chat server kind of thing. We have one. The link's down below in the description if you'd like to join. The invitation link is there. But basically, it's just a spot where you can talk hockey with a bunch of people. Now, Discord is partnered with Patreon, so our Patreon supporters who are on Discord get a different colored name, so they kind of stand out to everyone else. Uh, their name is Orange, so there's different perks and stuff you can get on Discord. Now, one of the things that have been has been done recently is Jason has just uh, unveiled an, uh, a new bot up- update. So there's a lot of cool things that come with that update. People can predict games now using this bot, and it keeps uh, a track of who has the most points and who's doing uh, the best in like the standings of predictions and stuff. And whoever's on top, or I think it's maybe the top five, get a different colored name, or maybe it's just the top person. I can't remember. Um, but so there's kind of perks to doing the prediction. There's some really cool stuff happening on Discord. So uh, if you guys are looking to talk some hockey and make some friends, I think our Discord's a pretty good place to do that. It's a pretty safe place to do that because we have lots of mods. We, um, we don't allow fighting or any immaturity or anything like that. So it's a good, safe place to talk hockey. And mm-hmm. And make some friends. So it's one of Speaking of friends, I do have one other item. Yeah. But do you have more things to do there? Uh, first? No, that's it, actually. You know this already, but I think it's a nice story to tell. I was at the mailbox at the foot of the street oh, the other right. day, and uh, a nice lady from up the street uh, recognized me and said uh, that they recognized me because they'd seen us on videos, yeah. post to post. <laughs> and it turns out that her son had been to our door. Uh, selling tickets to raise money for his hockey team, and I struck up a little bit of a hockey conversation, asked him where he played and so on. Mm. And your mother had a little uh, post-to-post card that she handed him, and they ended up uh, going back and watching, and they've been watching quite a few of the videos, and uh, they recognize me as the guy who they see walking to the bus stop. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. So it was just a very nice encounter with the neighbors from up the street uh, who are watching, and I I explained to them just it was triggered by your your mention there of a safe place. You know, Uh it is a safe environment. Discord is. For the most part, this channel is as well. You're not going to hear off-color language or or things like that. No, you won't won't hear us swear too often. There might be some, some, some dad jokes and stuff floating around and some funny funny jokes but yeah. uh you should try and keep it pretty clean and pretty yeah. respectful we make fun of each other and all that but it's all clean yeah definitely but, yeah um yeah so shout out to those yeah. uh, people thanks for really watching nice. i appreciate yeah. it and uh that pretty much wraps up this podcast unless you have anything else no i'm good so we are at roughly one hour and six minutes mm. um, about that time Somewhere flies when you're there. having fun yeah so we bo- broke the one hour mark which is awesome yeah. 
And based on your feedback that you will leave on a video that you haven't seen yet, it's probably come out tomorrow. Uh, the podcast will be changing a little tiny bit in the channel. So keep an eye out for that tomorrow. I'd really appreciate you guys to watch that. If you could watch that video and leave some feedback. Uh, I know probably most people who watch the videos don't comment at all. They just watch and just a part of their routine. They just watch and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Uh, I would, I would like to see everyone if they could leave a comment and with their opinion, whether it's just a sentence or it's a paragraph or if it's negative or positive, whatever, um, we're looking for, for feedback specifically and, and lots of it. So if you could watch tomorrow's video, that would be epic. Epic. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, guys, for listening and watching. We really appreciate it. If you could subscribe, if you're not, that would be great. Like this video if you liked it. Uh, rate us on iTunes or Google Play Music or whatever it's called. And I will try my best to upload the audio version of this uh, tonight. So hopefully if you're hearing this, it's potentially tonight when I'm filming. I'll try to remind you. Yes, do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hope everyone's having a good day and hope you're watching hockey later. Adios.